Hot tip, dude. Even your male assistant doesn't want to see you in your undies. Hey everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review Podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. This episode is part of the Girls Gone Hallmark summer series where we're watching and reviewing fan favorite movies. You can find the full lineup of movies we're reviewing this summer in our show notes and catch up with past episodes at meganandwendy.com slash podcast. Jump into our Facebook group. We're talking all about Hallmark, Girls Gone Hallmark. And just to put it out there, it's not just girls. There's lots of dudes there, too. That's right. We're the girls in the Girls Gone Hallmark name. Mm-hmm. You can also connect with us on Instagram where we are both Girls Gone Hallmark and Megan and Wendy. And since we are talking about reviewing old movies here, if you have a movie that you would love for us to review, send us an email. Yeah, this isn't just going to be a thing for the summer, is it? I don't know. Breaking news. Today, we are discussing Love on the Sidelines, which originally aired on January 16th, 2016. You want to hit us with a synopsis? I do. Laurel is a struggling fashion designer who finds herself with a job as a personal assistant for Danny, a quarterback sidelined with an injury. I don't know why I said injury like that. <laughs> Laurel knows nothing about football and Danny hasn't ever had a female assistant. That's it. Well, I've got another section where it's going to be a that's it moment, but let's start with <laughs> me too. And note. Okay, 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 okay. This was directed by the prolific Hallmark director Terry Ingram, whose work we saw most recently in The Wedding Cottage, but he also directed five of the six Wedding Veil movies, Three Wise Men and a Baby. His IMDb is filthy with Hallmark-directed movies. Yeah, it, this was also written by sister team Sandra and Judith Berg. They also wrote all of the Wedding Veil movies, plus The Wedding Cottage. They really only have 21 writing credits, which I find astounding considering they've written so many movies lately. Yeah, they're really turning them out. Mm-hmm. Emily Kinney stars as Laurel Welk. She has 29 acting credits, but is perhaps best known for her role as Beth Green on The Walking Dead. This is her one and only Hallmark movie. She is also a musician and her latest single, Walking Round Your Dreams, dropped in 2023. That's- I'm going to guess that's a country song it's like a happy it it could be a country crossover slash light pop song okay i listened to it did you Mm -hmm. did you enjoy it Mm -hmm. oh interesting okay (laughs) why are you laughing i'm just curious okay john reardon plays danny holland uh he was most recently in 83 episodes of a series called hudson rex it's a canadian police procedural In his 40 acting credits, he also has a role in White Chicks as well as Scary Movie 4, which were from years ago. Yes. Wow. I just had to drop those gems. Wow. In 2014, he did a Hallmark Christmas movie called The Christmas Secret, co-starring Bethany Joy Lenz. And yeah, coincidentally, my husband just happened to watch that movie last week and it made him cry. Made him cry because why? I mean, obviously, I've never seen it. She plays a struggling single mother in that movie. There's some uh, contention with the children's father. uh, I see. Going through some stuff. Got it. Joe Thiesman plays Danny's dad, Owen, and he played quarterback for the Washington Redskins in his day. 
This movie was filmed in Vancouver during October and November of 2015. Two more little acting notes. Ron Lucas is played by Victor Zink Jr. He has 28 acting credits, including a role in next week's movie, Frozen in Love, and four episodes of Girls Gone Hallmark throwback, Date My Dad. Who was he in Date My Dad? He played Bjorn. Maybe he worked at the gym. Oh, okay. I don't remember who Bjorn was. He was in Me four either. episodes. He most recently had a supporting role in 2022's The Gift of Peace with Nikki DeLoach and Brennan Elliott. Got it. Patrick Sabongi plays Agent Sean. And this is another dude who works. He has 124 acting credits, including last year's We Need a Little Christmas which I watched and liked. Mm -hmm. And he's also been in a couple episodes of Hudson and Rex with our football guy, John Reardon, in a 2015 movie simply titled Sorority Murder. Right up your alley. It is totally right up my alley. (laughs) What was your first impression of Love on the Sidelines? My first impression is it's me, not you. I'll explain more later. My first impression is, I fear I owe everyone an apology as my memory for Hallmark movies of the past cannot be trusted. Megan says she picked this movie for us to watch. You don't think it came from a listener when we polled them? Uh, In fact, I don't. It could have been both. It Mm. could have been both. We weren't able to include all of the listener movies, so I may have put in a plug for this one. But Do you know why you put a plug for this one in? I have positive memories of it. I had seen it before. Huh. I liked it. But you'll recall if I throw back to Mingle All the Way, a movie that we watched. And I also had fond memories of that movie. And woof, they did not hold up. Yeah. Okay. Well, should we talk about what we liked about this movie? Okay. Laurel has a cool car. <laughs> mine is Haley sales who plays bff gina i liked her and uh that's it i got one more okay i didn't think the football scenes were that bad no me either that's a good point i actually kind of enjoyed those i just wrote i don't hate the story idea but i did hate the execution considering this is written and directed by hallmark royalty i would say yes this was hugely disappointing yes the whole thing was for me yes um what did we wish for okay well i've got a list okay first of all that this movie made in 2015 didn't feel like it was actually made in the stone ages danny's a full-blown caveman I need a dude assistant because (laughs) i need someone to spot me and i need to walk around in my underwear uh Hot tip, dude. Even your male assistant doesn't want to see you in your undies. Yeah. Agree. Why was he so, like, He was the worst. He he was in a perpetual bad mood the entire movie. The worst. And was such a jerk. Yes. Like, he only cared about himself. Only. He has no redeeming qualities. No, none. None. Also. Dude needs a lesson in workplace harassment for that kiss. <laughs> They're straight up fighting. He's boss. And he decides to diffuse the tension by kissing her. And yeah, she, she, oh, that whole scene, like she's like yelling at him, like goes in. And then he goes in for a kiss. I'm like, no, that's so 
wrong. Not okay. What else did you wish for? I've got more, but. Okay. If you remember my first impression was, it's me, not you. Yes. Have you ever experienced not liking someone because they remind you of someone else? Oh, sure. So Emily Kinney, who plays Laurel in this movie, looks and talks exactly like someone I used to be friendly with. Oh, no. And that's all I could see. I totally brought my own baggage into watching this movie, but like I immediately disliked her and unfairly, I admit unfairly, but I didn't like the actor or the character. Hey, I hear you. Based on my own stuff. When Danny's teammate comes to visit him at the house and Laurel, thanks for stealing my thunder. But yes, when he picks her up and physically moves her, I said out loud, I was like, oh no, sir. Like, don't ever lay hands on me. And honestly, I know this was probably supposed to be funny, but it felt super ick to me. Agree. He was completely dismissing what she was saying by physically removing her. Yes, it was not cute. Mm -mm. So bad. I was like, oh, no. Eight years ago was not the past. (laughs) I know, but it was pre, like, Me uh, me too, but still. Yeah, I hated that. I hated it. I haven't felt this much rage watching a movie in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And when I feel rage like this, I want to throw my remote at the TV. Mm -hmm. Like, I hated that. All of that. Well, speaking of rage, excuse me, she leaves her best friend's wedding because her boss called her and needed her? Yeah. No. (laughs) You need to have a little backbone. I do not care what his emergency is. He has he has a mother. He has a sister. If he's actually having an emergency, he can call them. And your best friend's like, it's okay. I wouldn't go. It's your one true love. So you go ahead. What is happening? No, you're a terrible friend in this moment. I know. Okay. Now, remember we had recently talked about this too. I think it was, it was that baseball movie and she missed her best friend's wedding because she was working in Paris. Yes. And we were like, that's acceptable. Like, she was working. This is different, right? A hundred percent different. Having a commitment that doesn't allow you to attend a wedding is one thing. Leaving in the middle of the wedding is a different situation for a not actual emergency. Mm -hmm. I wish that Ron Lucas had been Laurel's love interest. I'm so glad that somebody gets to have him. But he's consistently wonderful throughout this entire movie. I have a question about that. Okay. You know what? And I might as well just bring it up here. He was definitely flirting with Laurel at the beginning of this movie. And I thought those two were going to pair up. Mm-hmm. But then Ron and Danny's sister end up like getting together, mm-hmm. which kind of threw me for a loop because he was coming on pretty hard for Laurel. And then he bounced over to Danny's sister. I was like, red flag, red flag, red flag. Do you think he was, is he just like one of those guys who's like charming and fun and it seems like he's flirting with everybody when he's just being a nice guy? He said to Danny that she was, he didn't say she was hot. I don't know what he said, but he said that she was cute. Yeah, fair enough. I, I liked him. I uh, He was fine. I mean, he was fine. I just thought that was like weird though. This movie has so many positive IMDb reviews. I need someone to come explain it to what? me. What? Well, were they written in 2015? Yes. It, and well, I don't know what the landscape of Hallmark movies was, but obviously I remembered liking it. I'm, I'm embarrassed for myself, but they there are glowing reviews for this movie. And I don't get it. Not, absolutely not. I don't get it because Danny and Laurel didn't have any chemistry to me. None. Like, 
None. No. So what makes it like a fun romantic comedy? Oh, it's not even a, well, I don't know if it was supposed to be a comedy or not, but what makes it appealing to people? You know, I saw some reviews that were like, I liked that Laurel was like, I'm going to learn how to do this job. I'm going to learn about football. Fine. She did a job and learned about it, but no. Yeah. And uh, okay. What did you think of her, her fashion line? Oh my God. Those were the most tragic, like (laughs) turning a, a jersey into like some sort of something for a woman to wear. I know that's a line that people have now. Yeah, I, I, it was not for me, but I actually could see it being successful. But you didn't like like the um, the lace up front of the jersey. No. Yes, that's it. Again, not for me, <laughs> but I could see it being successful. Girlfriend wore it to work. Yeah, that was weird. What? And then she goes to the stadium to meet Danny at work. She looks like a fan because she's wearing his jersey, yes. not like his employee. Yes, uh, that's a little weird to be wearing his jersey out in pub yes i agree okay so i hated that they portrayed the women in this movie as not knowing a damn thing about sports yes like i don't know everything about every sport but i'm also not a full-on dummy where i'm like what is a they wear cleats or skates what whatever i don't know well and they're in this football world like they they're not so clueless that they wouldn't have figured it out. They're hanging out at the bar on Sunday while everybody is watching football. Like, you start to learn things. Yes, even against your will. And your husband is like a super diehard fan. Laurel was doing Danny's fantasy football stuff? What? Yeah, that's bizarre to me because every person I've known that's ever done fantasy football enjoys like the management part of it, like the trades and fighting with, I don't know. I mean, I know very little about fantasy football, but when my son plays, the texts going back and forth about the trades they're trying to make are fast Mm -hmm. and furious. He wouldn't be like, here, mom, do this for me. Yeah, totally. Oh God, I just hated this movie. Unfortunately, me too. You ready for, did you see that? Yeah, I have one. Okay, go ahead. Laurel wore the exact same nail polish the entire movie, and one scene had a huge chip out of her, oh, like, no, her pointer her finger. Two-week-long yeah. manicure didn't make. Oh, it was awful. Entire filming of the movie. Yeah. So at the parents' anniversary party, Lucas is wearing a bow tie, and the entire strap of his bow tie <gasps> is completely outside of his collar. I did notice. I was like, what's going on with his tie? And my husband was like, yeah, he's all messed up. <laughs> I did notice that. Yes, I did notice that. Danny complains that he can't have Laurel as an assistant because she can't be in the locker room. She's in the locker room all the time. There are multiple (laughs) scenes where she's in the locker room. And even once she quits, she's like, I guess you can have a dude in the locker room. You were there all the time. And also your assistant doesn't need to be in the locker room. This is a dumb plot point. I I was just wondering that. What is the assistant doing in the locker room? Seriously, never needs to be there. Like, you can dress yourself, Danny. I don't understand. That seems to me as a place where they... After they shower and get dressed and then they move on and then they move into a different room if they're doing interviews or whatever. And maybe your assistant is there, but your assistant is not holding your balls or wiping your ass or whatever. Like, I don't understand. 100%. I am sure there are plenty of sports people who have a assistant who is of the opposite gender. Or is the same gender and doesn't necessarily want to be standing in a room of men who are changing their clothes. Like, why, why do you want to stand there? If I were an assistant to a female athlete, I don't want to go stand in the WNBA locker room while she's changed. Everyone, 
Why would I want to be there? I'll be outside. Yeah. Working. Give give somebody a little privacy while they're changing. All I can think about is still Magnolias when they, one of the, I can't even, I think it was Olympia Dukakis who's, was in the locker room as the guys are like changing clothes. She's like an interviewer for like a radio show or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? This is ringing your bell. And it's like naked tushies walking around. Anyway, are you ready to rate this movie? Oh, no, I have one more. Did you see that? Oh, tell me. Finally, the internet car peeps say that her car is misclassified as a 65 Mustang when it is, in fact, a 68 Mustang. Mm. Goof. I rated it one star. Oh, I gave it one and a half. But I don't even know why. I I hated this movie so much. Like, hated it. It was real bad. Maybe worse than New Year's resolution. Oh, my gosh. It's... You need... You have given a New Year's resolution such a bum rap. You need to rewatch it. That is your summer homework. Okay. Because it is not even close to a one-star movie. Not even close. Okay. We've watched so many worse movies than that. This is terrible. This is straight up terrible. I can't believe you made me watch this. I'm sorry. (laughs) But thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. If you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. Please don't give us one star like we just did for this movie. Open the Apple Podcast app, tap the five stars, and let everybody know what you love about this podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.